Welcome to your Marriage is Your Ashram podcast. My name is Jenny Glick. I'm a relationship mentor and licensed therapist focused on guiding you to personal transformation and spiritual evolution in the ashram of your marriage. Let's get started. Welcome to episode two of Your Marriage is Your Ashram. So excited to jump right in today and talk a little bit about your life as an initiation. And so one of the main premises of this concept that your marriage is your ashram is understanding that your life is here to help initiate and grow you. So over the course of the decades that you have been alive and as you have encountered all kinds of challenges and twists and turns along your path, part of what we are invited to do is to grow, to grow more deeply, to become a version of ourselves that's more advanced, more evolved, better, more grounded, more mature, more wise than we might have been last year, five years ago, 20 years ago. And the life that we have been given and then the life that we choose and create offers us an opportunity to expand into who it is that we want to be. And when we think of our life and more specifically as our marriage, as an initiation process, then we're able to recognize how it is that our life and our marriage, our committed relationships, will be giving us feedback all of the time. And the feedback that you get in your relationship shows up in you, your growth edge, shows up in you the parts of you (laughs) that require more refinement. And so the very cool thing about being in a committed uh, relationship with someone is that you get feedback all of the time. (laughs) How amazing is that, right? That your curriculum is being shown up for you over and over and over again. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to sit in a classroom. You don't even need to go to yoga, though you can. It's fantastic. I'm going to do yoga after this podcast today, so nothing wrong with it. But you can simply show up in your relationship and start paying attention to the feedback that you're getting. Because the feedback that you're getting and how it is that you interpret that feedback, how it is that you make sense of what's happening in your world, it will demonstrate to you the lens with which you decide to see and hear and engage in your world, in your marriage, as a parent, as a lover, as a partner. And so start paying attention to the feedback that you're getting, to the emotional feedback, the physical feedback, You can pay attention to how it is that you wake up first thing in the morning. What's the feedback that you're getting the minute you wake up? 
And you might be one of those people that immediately goes for your phone and checks your social media or the weather or reads the news. And notice what's the feedback that you're getting. Because the feedback that you get in your life will mirror perfectly what's going on. So let's get really specific about this. It's not uncommon with the women who I work with that they show up working with me in a moment of pretty intense angst. Many, many women who I work with are at what they would describe as the 11th hour in their relationship. Um, they've been with their partner for maybe seven years, 10 years, some of them 25, 30 years, a long time. And they have been um, really rooted and grounded in a belief for a long period of time that this person is not the right person for them. And there are lots of stories around that. I've had many women say to me, I knew the night we got married that he was not the right person for me. Um, I had apprehensions even before we got married. And I did it anyway because I felt too um, insecure or just too unsure about myself to say anything else. Or we've been together for 20 years and the last five years as the kids have gotten older, I have really wondered how are we going to keep this together? I'm growing. I'm doing all of this work and I meditate and I go to yoga class and I read all these books and it just seems like he's not doing anything to be on the same page with me. And so when these women come to me, part of the lens through which they are seeing their relationship is this lens of, I shouldn't be with this person, which again is totally fine, right? Like if you don't wanna be with a person and that's your belief and that's your lens, then take action in accordance with that lens, right? That's completely a wonderful choice. However, so many women who I work with don't. And so that's the lens that they're um, seeing their relationship through. However, the action that they're taking, um, the emotional state that they're in around that is not congruent with making a choice around leaving the relationship. So then the action is, well, I can't leave because of the kids, because of the money, because I always said I'd never get divorced. And then the emotions around that are angsty, depressed, angry, fearful, lots of scarcity emotions, right? What's gonna happen on the other side? Am I gonna be old and single? I don't wanna start dating again. The last time I dated was 20 years ago. How am I gonna do this? And so what happens is we're being given the feedback in that situation of a whole lot of incoherence, a whole lot of disorder, right? Because we're not in alignment. We're not in order. We're not in clarity, which is why you don't have clarity, <laughs> right? Because you're telling yourself all these different things and the predominant thing that you're saying is, I don't wanna be in this relationship. So fantastic, don't be in the relationship. You know, although I am a licensed marriage and family therapist, I'm not someone who 
believes that everybody should stay married. Mar- marriage is not the panacea for everyone. And every marriage should not be saved, right? It's not about that to me. Rather, it's about doing your own growth work, allowing the container of marriage, if you so choose to be in one, to show up in you where it is that you're out of alignment in your life. Because let me tell you, your marriage will show you, your children will show you, and if you're an entrepreneur stepping out on your own business, that will show you. It will show up in you where you have a lens that you're trying to step out on, a lens of, I don't wanna be in this marriage. However, your actions, your emotions, right? What you do, how you be is not in total alignment. And so then of course you're going to be stuck. Of course you're going to feel like you don't know which way to go because you're making these lists in your mind. Should I stay? Should I go? And here, I'm going to tell you the honest truth. It does not matter. Whatever. What matters most is that you create alignment, that you create coherence, that you use the feedback that you're getting from the system of your marriage to grow you, to up-level you in ways that are meaningful for you and in your life. And so let's come back to this example of the woman who comes to me and says, I'm at the 11th hour, I can't keep doing this. Okay, and so let's take a look first at the lens that you're bringing to the situation. And many of us have a a very codified lens of I shouldn't be with this person. I haven't had sex with this person in six months or six years and I'm not aroused by them or they're not aroused by me. Our sex life stinks. It's never been good. I was more attracted to my the person I was with before in this marriage, right? So what I want you to hear is the structure of that narrative, of that belief system, comes with a whole lot of emotions. Emotions of intolerance, of maybe disgust, of angst, of frustration, of fear, of hurt, of rejection. Right. And so that lens, that narrative, that template is really powerful and it creates a reality and it's a perfectly fine reality if that is the reality that you want to live in. And so make no mistake here. I'm not saying that that reality is not true for you. Of course it is true for you because you're telling me this is my truth. And I'm saying, okay, if that is your truth, then in order to create alignment, when we have alignment, then we have ease in our life. Because I'm thinking, saying, speaking, feeling, and doing what is in harmony with how I want to show up in my life, whether that's with work, marriage, parenting, finances, whatever it might be. And so when we find ourselves in a place of resistance and in angst, then we're not in coherence. And so it's my job to show up where it is that there is that lack of coherence. And so if you have a really powerful narrative that you shouldn't be somewhere, it's super curious, right, to see that at the same time, 
you are parking yourself in that very situation that you have no tolerance for, right? That you say that you want total vulnerability and honesty and connection and, and um, love and compassion and communication and all the yummy things, but then the narrative that you have, the lens that you show up with, and the emotions that you stack behind it do not at all provide a space to experience the relationship that you want. And I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. So I'll say it for you. <laughs> and what you're going to say is, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but Jenny, here's the thing. I can't do that because I did and my partner hurt me or I tried and I was rejected or we went to couples counseling and the therapist told my partner that he needed to do A, B, and C and then he didn't and so I'm not going to do my thing until he or she does their thing, right? And I get that, I get that. And I want you to hear, even in my voice right now, as I'm dramatizing that situation, you can hear the intolerance, the righteousness, the annoyance, the frustration, the resentment. And we cannot create a new emotional experience using the old emotions from the old narrative, the old lens that created the problem to begin with. It's not possible, right? And so if you find yourself in a tug of war with your partner, I encourage you to set down the rope. Set down the rope. Because that tug of war, whenever you're in the tug of war, man, somebody's going in the mud. And when somebody's in the mud, somebody's losing and somebody's winning. And that's usually not why it is that we decided to wed someone else. So one of us could be the winner and one of us could be the loser. And so what do we do, right? We start paying attention to what's being shown up in you. Start paying attention to where it is that you're out of alignment. Start noticing how it is that you are actively constructing a world of disorder. Disorder is misalignment. And as human beings, when we reach a certain age, 20, 25 years old, when we have agency and sovereignty, we have the freedom to make choices about only a handful of things, which include what I think, what I feel, and what I do. And when I start lining up what I think, what I feel, and what I do with how it is that I want to experience life, then let me tell you, ladies, life starts changing in a big way. Because now we have potency. Now we have power. We have alignment. And so many people live in this world, and I used to be one of them, in a place of such disorder and such misalignment because they're not taking the feedback 
of the relationship that they're in. Again, whether it's with your partner or maybe it's professionally or maybe it's with your children, the feedback and the feedback is has nothing to do with you being wrong or not doing it right. The feedback is all about your growth. It's the universe saying, oh, here's a place that requires a little more attention. Here's a place where more forgiveness or love or grace or gratitude or appreciation might be called for. Here's a place for expansion. Here's a place for acceptance. Here's a place for motivation or commitment. Here's a place for you to deeply show up and decide, right? Here's a place for a boundary because none of this is about being a doormat, but it is about taking radical accountability about your life, about your relationships, and really raising the bar because we're capable of oh so much, right? Oh so much. And so many of you are doing that right now in the rest of your lives. So many of the women who I talk to say, oh my gosh, in the rest of my life, I'm fantastic and people love me and I get so much done and I'm successful and I'm likable and I'm generous and I'm kind, right? But then something happens when I walk back into my relationship. I walk back in there and I become somebody that I did not even know I could be. Welcome to your ashram. There it is. What a gift. What a gift that I get to be shown my impatience, my intolerance, the parts of me that are not celebrating diversity, thank you very much, <laughs> that believe things need to be done in a particular way, that the parts of me that have a really hard time communicating, okay? And I use this word communication and, and we will have, I will take an entire podcast just to talk about communication because we use this term generally where we say we don't communicate well. And we forget that a big, huge part of communication is the energy that you bring to the encounter. Because if I'm showing up with my old, pained, suffered <laughs> narrative, of annoyance, anxiety, resentment, fear, and anger, I might be saying the perfect, in quotes, words, whatever those are. I might be following the script, but those words are deeply contaminated with the emotions that I'm bringing forward. And that does not mean that you need to eradicate your fear or anger. Fear and anger are a part of being human. There is a big difference in communicating that I'm experiencing anger, that I'm experiencing anxiety, right? I can communicate that without chucking my anger and, and anxiety at you. Those are two different things, right? And so learning how it is that you can stay rooted and grounded in what it is that you prefer to experience. For most people I talk to, they would like to have more joy, more ease, more curiosity, more openness. So how do I stay rooted and anchored in those things while I communicate my dissatisfaction, my anger, my hurt, my pain, 
And I hope what you're hearing is this is an up-leveled practice, right? This is not 10 tips to having the most amazing marriage and the best sex of your life. This isn't about that. This is about becoming more refined as a human being, right? As a woman, as a man, as a sovereign being and using this container that you have chosen, presumably, to be in, and you are choosing to be in right now as we speak, possibly, or maybe right now you're choosing to step out of it. Wonderful. How do you continue to use the feedback that you're getting to grow yourself? How do you continue to be present with what's coming up, what the feedback is that you're getting so that this moment, this experience, this relationship can be a process of initiation into the next stage of your own evolution, your own growth. And so Here's what I want you to take with you today. I want you to look around your life. I want you to notice the feedback that you're getting. Pay attention to what's being shown up in you, for you. Pay attention to how it might be that you can interact with what's coming up in a way to provide more growth, more evolution, more coherence, and more alignment. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today. I look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you, really thank you for spending this time with me today. If this conversation has resonated with you, subscribe to this podcast or go over to my website, jennyglick.com and join me for more on living your ashram in your marriage and in your life. And now that the podcast is over, your practice begins. I want you to take what you've learned here with you, integrate it, use it, feel it, become it, and let your life transform. I'll talk to you next week.